Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and only legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based legal firm HPL, Yamalava and Pletka. As ever, the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalava. Hello. Tim, great to be here with you, as always. This time, the WPS resolution, Ludmilla. I'll explain what that is. It's the wages protection system. Now, as I understand it, all employers registered with the Ministry of Human Resources and Emiratization, who we kind of know as Mohre, uh, for the benefits of uh, the podcast, uh, you have to subscribe to the wages protection system and, and pay wages of your employees through this system as per due date. That's the law. What I don't understand or don't really know much about, however, is how it works, Ludmilla. Yes, I think there's uh, several questions regarding this. One is how it works, which is a, a very relevant question, but two also, what's the benefit? Right. Uh, and, um, and I guess perhaps three, who does it apply to? Uh, so how it works is, so this is, as, as you said, it's WPS, is the Wage Protection System, and it's an official perhaps mechanism, if you will, that exists between the Ministry of Human Resources and Amortization, MOHRE, uh, and ultimately the UE Central Bank. So there is a mechanism that exists between um, the ministry and the central bank, and there are four individual banks, which allows um, uh, allows employers to, uh, or almost allows, almost creates a def- default mechanism for uh, employers who fall under Mohre uh, to pay the uh, the employees' salaries through this WPH system, which is already incorporated as part of their banking operations. Right. So in other words, if you're a company that is registered, that, that qualifies as registered under Mohre, uh, then, then by default, when you open your um, bank account, you would have this WPS system uh, that you would use for purposes of paying your employee salaries. Okay. And so because it is a government-mandated mechanism, so there is this interplay between the Ministry of uh, Human Resources and the central bank ultimately. So therefore, it's, if you will, some sort of a government um, not f- subsidized or supported uh, tool that ensures that uh, all those companies or employers who fall under Mohre use the system for ultimately the benefit of the employees. Okay, so that's basically, so it's not an individual system that you have as a company you choose to to use or not to use. It's basically a system that you are forced to default into as a company that falls under Mohre as an employer. So it's not really by choice. Uh, now, and then, but then, uh, so that's kind of the um, the overarching scope of and the purpose of, of I guess perhaps less purpose but scope of the WPS and then it goes through in terms of the facilities that you can use and the scope of the facilities that you use it depends on uh, the the type of company so the bigger the company the more employees you have uh, the so the more kind of robust this WPS would be and uh, so and ultimately the purpose of this WPS system is to protect employees interest and employees interest in terms of payments payments of salaries to make sure that employees have their salaries paid more or less on a regular basis and more or less uh, full salaries and more or less I'll, I'll come back to the more or less shortly and also uh, that once um, uh, once the employment terminates uh, that end of service and um, those other dues that are due, uh, that are owed to the employee are also pay through this system, 
And why, and, and third, why it's important is that in the event of a dispute, for example, between the company, the employee, it will be, um, it will be the data from the WPS, which again is basically accessible by the Ministry of Mohre uh, in terms of how much, you know, what the employee salaries were. Uh, and, and this is the data that uh, Mohre would, for example, use for calculating what the end of service entitlements would be. Uh, and so, as so many people know, that a lot of employees would get, for example, a basic salary and they would receive commissions and other kind of irregular payments, either as bonuses or as commissions, uh, on a regular basis. So, in the event of a dispute, then you need to go as an employee and prove that you actually received this amount. Now, all those companies that are subject to WPS, you don't, the employees don't have to do that right. because that system and that data is available to the ministry directly through WPS. So, as an employee, you don't even have to go and so look i received uh, for the last 6 months i received this much this much money this was my basic salary and these ones are my commissions because all those payments would be reflected through the wps system so it really provides one is security and two visibility and transparency to what um, the, the the financial aspects of the employee employer relationship for the purposes of the ministry in particular in cases of dispute now why in, uh, before the dispute arises, uh, why this is important is that um, uh, the company that's registered with WPS would uh, has to make sure that every month it populates a certain amount of money into that uh, into the WPS on the uh, that's uh, proportionate to the number of employees that it has, right. and so which means that let's say if it's a um, at, uh, in, uh, would that is, let's say the company is, you know, to be, tra- to be compliant with the resolution, it has to uh, transfer at least 90% of the employee's wages on a monthly basis. Okay. Uh, to be partially compliant, it has to transfer between 80 to 90%. And anything below it basically makes it non-compliant. And then once the company becomes non-compliant, that's when it can face all sorts of issues related, for example, sus- suspension of its new work permit, Penalties. So basically, the authorities get notified when there's not enough money that's coming into the um, WPS based on the company's uh, number of employees. So this is quite important because especially for big companies, let's say you're a construction company, you have hundreds of employees and you need to, let's say, every month uh, transfer 100,000 dirhams, for example, uh, for just employees' salaries, and you only transfer 60,000. So right away, that company gets flagged, and the basically the ministry uh, either puts all sorts of um, you know, red flags and freezes on the account. Uh, so, for example, if the company wants to apply for a new work permit, it will not allow for it. There'll be like a block on the account. Um, and it can also... Um, uh, issue a, a, a fee or a penalty, uh, or it can inspect the property and so on and so forth. So the idea here is for is for the authorities to get involved timely and to um, pick up on these kinds of defaults uh, before it becomes too uh, too serious. And what this means is that in the event if you're a company of 500, 500 employees and you're not able to pay their salaries one month then the longer you are allowed to operate without paying salaries, 
the obviously the more um, the potentially the uh, the more damages your employees uh, will potentially suffer because that means that they will have worked for that many more months without pay and obviously that means that you are suffering you you're suffering financially and you're not able to if you're not able to pay your employees and the idea here is that out of all the liabilities out of all the commitments and obligations that the company might have the employees must be priority the employees salaries must have priority and therefore as a company you first need to make sure that you pay your employees salaries before you're able to pay any of the other liabilities so really this system is put in place for that for protection of employees and it's quite effective because it's in the, in many ways it happens automatically as an employee you don't really need to worry um, that um, the company is not paying you for the last, you know, maybe not paying you and they will not have money to pay, for example, for your end of service. Um, because the idea here is that um, um, the, the company is being monitored uh, on a regular basis. And I have to tell you, and this we've seen, we've seen complaints uh, from many uh, worrying about, oh, we're not sure that our company is not doing well. Uh, so I'm not sure if they'll have, they haven't paid a salary for, because remember, this is still 90% of the salary has to be paid, but there's still 10% margin. So it's possible, for example, within this 10%, there's a few uh, employees that are not receiving their salary and still the system not being flagged. Yeah, I was going to say that because in theory, if you're partially compliant, it could be that 20% of your employees uh, haven't been paid. Yes, and so there's always obviously that risk. So it's not a hundred percent sort of guarantee, but the idea here is that the company at least is um, uh, is solvent enough uh, to be able to main- manage and maintain much majority of its liabilities. Okay. And so, so I mean, there is some room that's um, um, that is allowed for companies to have a little bit of, um, I guess, leeway uh, and margin uh, because there's so many different factors um, happen. You know, sometimes an employee might take an unpaid day, unpaid month off, for example, right? Somebody um, might not have gotten the commission. And so there is some variables that would kind of uh, necessarily would have to be considered. But ultimately, the idea here is that you've got um, enough of a buffer uh, to make sure the company at least is solvent, and um, but you, we've seen so often that where a company all of a sudden just doesn't get paid on one project and it just doesn't have money to pay salaries. So the idea from the, at least the government's mindset is that well, in those kinds of cases, these companies should not be allowed to operate for much longer if they're not able to pay mm-hmm. their employees. So I think that's perhaps done with that in mind. So it truly is a is a great system to at least ensure that the companies that are operating and not just operating, but employing people have at least the majority, most of the time, majority of the salaries uh, paid. And and then furthermore, as I mentioned earlier, for purposes of documentation for disputes or court actions, you have already um, the evidence from WPS that kind of speaks for itself. So as an employee, you don't really need to have an, and prove to the courts and how much you were getting paid and uh, in, in what proportion. So this basically WPS system is kind of like a, a, a database into which the ministry has a direct portal and the direct access. Uh, so um, great system, but there is there are some limitations. <laughs> the WPS, uh, for the most part, and that's why I've been saying, for uh, companies that are subject to Mahre. So not all companies are subject to Mahre. Yes. Mahre being Ministry of Human Resources and Amortization. 
These are companies, generally speaking, that are based on mainland UAE. Uh, in other words, those companies that are outside of free zones. And companies that are based within free zones are not subject to Mohrein. And therefore, all the free zone companies are not, they, they don't by default fall under this WPS system. Right. And therefore, they are basically excluded from this, this mechanism, if you will. Uh, with one exception, there is JAFSA. The JAFSA stands for the Jabal Ali Free Zone Authority. JAFSA historically, for a long time, has had the WPS system implemented as part of its free zone. So apart from JAFSA, all other free zones are excluded from the WPS, at least for the time being. So all these protections we're talking about, they do certainly exist, at least vis-a-vis -vis the WPS system for the mainland companies across the UAE. But they do not include uh, free zone companies and therefore free zone employees. Okay, but there is a level of protection onshore, as it were, and with Jeff. So, what happens if a WPS registered company establishment doesn't pay its workers on time? What kinds of action might be taken against non payment? Well, there's a great question. So there's basically a staged process um, on, let's say, if, if the company has not has been in default for more than 17 days. So on day 17, if the employer has failed to pay employees, then they will first face a suspension of issuance of a new work permit uh, for their establishment. And it applies to all types of establishments. Then if they still have not paid on day 30, there's further implications. Uh, and then on day 30, uh, or I guess repercussions, uh, then the public pro prosecution can be notified. So that's starting to uh, smell criminal because <laughs> public prosecution obviously is part of the criminal uh, system. So if company is not paying them, its employees for more than 30 days, then the public prosecution is by default notified. Uh, plus, whatever other competent federal and local authorities will also uh, will also be notified, um, and then ultimately will be notified to the Ministry of Human Resources and Amortization. Uh, and then, yeah, so and then that basically applies in particular for companies. That I said, you know, this sort of chain of events is almost automatic for companies that have uh, that are large companies that have more than five hundred employees and and therefore are considered as high risk establishments. Uh, so um, that's basically the system. So it's not just necessarily the inability to uh, to, to apply for additional work permits uh, and perhaps other blocks on your license, but also this the companies can be referred to public prosecution, other authorities, and other much more severe penalties can follow uh, thereafter. So that's the ins and outs of the WPS uh, system. From a legal perspective, Ludmilla, uh, final thoughts. Well, I think it's a great system. We've seen what I remember was, was introduced and uh, I wasn't sure exactly what it was going to uh, mean and how it would work. But over the years, I have to admit, it, I have seen it work well, in particular from the perspective of protecting employees' rights. Uh, and um, so I, I'm a big fan, uh, at least uh, for, as, as, a, as a lawyer, for example, in cases where I would, um, uh, you, you're defending employees' rights. Uh, and I anticipate uh, and perhaps uh, would not even mind to see the system 
be expanded further to uh, other companies uh, that ultimately we have a uniform system. Again, because the purpose or the point of the system is to protect employees' financial rights, right? Yes. Not just legal rights, but financial rights. Because often we get bombarded with questions from employees. Oh, I, I didn't get paid the last six months and my company didn't have money for end of service. And my company didn't pay me my holiday. They didn't pay me my bonus and so on and so forth. And so while legally... They may have rights and they may have very strong rights. Uh, they always worry, well, my company doesn't have any more money. So should I even be bothered? What should I do if the company hasn't paid me money? So the idea of, of this system is that it will preclude companies from operating for too long and therefore abusing employees or taking advantage of the employees for too long um, uh, before it completely runs out of money. Mm. Uh, so in other words, it needs to be solvent enough for the authorities to, uh, to not, to, for, for not to be flagged by the authorities. And therefore, if it stopped paying the majority of their employees on their reg, uh, on, you know, after the first months, um, then, um, the, uh, at least in theory, the authorities should intervene and at least this will avoid for employees to continue to work for the company for more months with the hope of getting a salary later, later in the year, uh, while the company in the meantime is is perhaps bleeding and draining more and more cash on the monthly basis. And again, we've seen this all too often. This is why I'm, I'm speaking about this from from real life experience. And so, in a way, there is the system has the potential of curbing uh, companies of of taking advantage of their employees in, in commercial terms uh, for too long. That's another episode of Logical, the WPS, the Wages Protection System Resolution. As ever, our legal expert, Ludmilla Yamalova, managing partner here at Yamalova and Pleska. And a very huge thank you. Thank you, Tim. Find us at LY Law, social media, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn. There's a huge, ever-growing library, hundreds of podcasts, and I mean that, on all kinds of legal matters here in the UAE, all for free if you'd like to listen to those. If you would like a legal question answered in a future episode of Logical, or if you would like to talk to a qualified UAE-experienced legal professional, click contact at lylawyers.com.